0: Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Adventures in Feeding My Fam. I know I've been coming off strong with these strong opinions here lately. I'm assuming you saw the title of this podcast, but you know, I am a non-traditional dietitian and I really buck that traditional weight loss management world and mentality. So I like to get you thinking. And these are opinions that I've developed just from experience and from so many years of working with folks and I feel like I'm ahead of the curve actually because in years to come I really truly believe that we are going to be shifting the approach to weight management and that's going to be the norm instead of kind of me bucking the trend. In this episode I really want to show you how having The specific goal of weight loss can really be counterproductive in your efforts. Adventures in Feeding My Fam is a weekly podcast discussing the challenges and fun around feeding your family healthy meals. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years, so I know the importance of good nutrition. But I'm also a mom of three, so I understand the challenges and humor that comes along with trying to make this happen. In this podcast, I'll share my tips, tricks, and menus, but I'll also share the stories and food prep failures that come along the way too. Interview guests will discuss family food traditions, how to strengthen bonds around the family table, as well as their favorite family recipes. There isn't one right way to feed your family, but there are countless stories and you can take bits and pieces and learn from all of them. I hear so many people say, I should lose weight. When I hear that, the word should always stands out to me. It makes me wonder one, what's holding the person back. And particularly if weight loss is really their goal. I wanna know if it's actually really their goal. We get so many messages in our society to lose weight. We hear it from our medical professionals. And in fact, I have a friend who is overweight and over the course of the years, she has reached out to me for help. And she tells me that she hates going to the doctor. She avoids it in fact, because she knows that when she goes there, That they are gonna tell her to lose weight. And what she has told me, and I, I think she's actually told her doctor before, she's like, I know I need to lose weight. You telling me doesn't make me do it more, it only gives me shame and makes me feel bad. And actually, like I said, she avoids going to the doctor for that reason. So, like I said, we get this message in society a lot from medical professionals. We also get it from media messages, whether it's from entertainers, from models, from social media, all kinds of things. There's just this pervasive message of thinness and that bodies should look one particular way to be beautiful. And that is completely unrealistic because there are so many factors that go into how we should be shaped. And just think about it. Like, We don't expect everyone to have brown hair, right? We know that there are a lot of factors that go into whether your hair's curly, whether it's straight, whether it's thick, whether it's thin, whether it's like the hairs are more coarse and thick. There's so many factors, but we don't expect everyone's hair to look the same. So why should our bodies look the same? And also we get messages from our family members. I bet you... If you are listening to this, that you have had a family member at some point in your life, mention your weight or comment on your weight before. But if weight loss is not your goal, then I can tell you right now, without any doubt, you won't lose weight. That's why I suggest ditching the weight loss goal. And for several reasons, when you kind of shift your approach, you can really Kind of by coincidence or not coincidence, you end up losing weight as a matter of course. Here are some strategies and ways to shift your focus instead. And that is what I really encourage you to do first. So, number one, I really encourage you to get clear on why you want to lose weight in the first place. Is it to be able to keep up with your kids? Is it to lower your cholesterol? Whatever the reason is, don't just accept that initial answer. Give yourself some tough questioning here and drill down and find really what is truly important to you. For example, if you initially answer that you really want to lower your cholesterol, ask yourself again why that is. Drill down deeper. Maybe the answer is that you want to lower your cholesterol because you're afraid of having a heart attack. All right. Ask again why. Why don't you want to have a heart attack? Well, maybe the reason is that you don't want to have a heart attack because you don't want to die young or have your kids have to take care of you. Why? Ask why again. Maybe the crux of the problem is really that when you were a kid, you had to take care of your father a lot and you had responsibilities from a really young age and you don't want that for your kids as well. That. Is your why? That is really the motivation here. And that is the true why. And if those are the reasons that really motivate you, then you will be able to get behind your goal of lowering your cholesterol. Number two, get clear on that goal. So this is not getting clear on the why, but actually getting clear on the goal. Select things that you really have control over. There are a lot of factors that go into weight, the actual number on a scale, fluid shifts, medications that you take. So many factors affect how that weight is going to look on a scale. But goals like eating three servings of fruits every day or drinking two liters of water per day, those are doable goals. And these are what we call SMART goals. That's an acronym that stands for Specific Measurable attainable, realistic, and time-bound. It is these types of smart goals that are more related to focusing on a behavior, because you still can make a smart goal that's related to weight and a number on a scale. But if we focus those goals on specific behaviors, that is attainable, and that is where we have success in what we want to achieve. And thirdly, I suggest shifting away from focusing on a number on a scale. That number on a scale is so loaded. There's so much emotion that goes behind that number. When we don't see it change, it elicits so much pain, shame, lack of worthiness, really, really tough emotions for sure. But what's important to remember is that those emotions drive our behavior. And when we're feeling low, if we're feeling that shame or pain, we're not going to make the best behavior choices. We're not likely to continue with our healthy behavior habits, which obviously won't result in the desired outcome of weight loss. Ditching these, the actual weight loss goals, the number goal can be the best thing for our mental health and our general outlook. Instead, if we're not attached to that number, we avoid having those negative emotions associated with that number on the scale, and our outlook and feelings are more positive. If our thoughts are more positive, we're obviously going to feel happier, lighter, good about ourselves. When we're feeling good about ourselves, that's going to drive more of that action that we desire So for example, maybe eating more vegetables or drinking more water. And in the end, that's what results in the weight loss, but not because weight loss is the specific goal we're looking for. This is really a topic, I hope you can tell, that I'm super passionate about because I believe, and I know from working with clients, that the first step is really getting that mindset in order before you can have lasting results. That's why I've put together this awesome five tip to get the weight loss mindset in order. It's a guide, sorry, that wasn't very clear. Five tips to get the weight loss mindset that we need in order before we achieve our goals. This is a fantastic resource and you can get it through the link in the show notes. Until next time, take care. Can you believe we're approaching one year of a podcast? I can hardly believe it. I'm amazed at how much the podcast has grown over this past year. And I really love hearing all the wonderful feedback I receive from all of you. I literally read every review and every comment that is left for me. If you haven't submitted a review, I'd really appreciate if you would. If you're willing to, then I will send you a bonus mindful eating meditation. Simply go to iTunes, complete the review, and write your comments. But before you submit it, take a screenshot of the review and do one of two things. Either email it to me at fam at gmail.com or post it to your stories and Instagram and tag me. Once you do that, then I will get your information so I can send you that bonus mindful eating meditation so that you can work through those long-standing ties to food and really begin to get to the crux of anything that's been holding you back over the time.